And we're live. What's going on, everybody? How you doing, Patrick? Doing fine, you? I'm doing great. Hey, guys, uh, out in the chat chat world, how do you hear Patrick? You hear Patrick pretty good? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? What's that song? Can you hear me? Right. Well, yeah. Well, there's a couple of them. Uh, uh, that's a uh, 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 red. Oh, no, 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 no. I was thinking of somebody else. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, honey? Yeah, yeah. Is that Coburn? Bruce Coburn? Oh, geez. I never even heard that name before. I think it's Bruce Coburn. Bruce Kurt, one hit wonder. No, no. No? No. Bruce has been around for a long time. Uh, Yeah. He had more amazing hits like Hear Me Running. Yeah. Can you taste me talking? <laughs> I mean, like, here you running. What the fuck are you talking? About? Yeah, there was some weed involved in that song uh, writing. <laughs> Laced with the little LSD. Oh, <laughs> uh, welcome to the show, guys and gals. Or is it David Bowie? Ooh. Is it Patrick or is it David Bowie? Maybe David Bowie bulked up a little bit. Is that who they said you look like? Yeah, yeah. Like David Bowie? Yeah. I don't see it. No. I, I don't see it at all. No. <laughs> oh, Cryptomorpheus. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's a trip, too. It, it's, all right, guys and gals, if... As you can tell, I am in a special mood today. The world is such a shit show that you can't help but look at it like you're watching like Saturday Night Live 1977 when you had the the good Saturday Night Live. You had... uh, you. uh, who Ackroyd, all? Belushi, Ackroyd, uh Chevy Chase, Gilda Radner, Radner, yeah, had um, oh, um, oh, God, Guido Sadochi. yeah. <laughs> What's the black guy who did Raw? Um, uh, no, no, Eddie Murphy. Oh my oh, God, Murphy was later. Eric Morris was before him. Eric Morris was in the first group. Okay, okay. Well, Eddie Murphy had a character on Saturday Night Live. You guys, I know you guys remember this. It it was like something like um, uh, Brother in the Hood or something like Mr. that. Mr. Robertson's Neighborhood. Mr. Robertson's Neighborhood. Kill yeah. the <laughs> That was some of the funniest shit you'd ever hear. I mean, that's back when you could tell a joke and all the snowflakes wouldn't fucking melt and tweet your ass to death. It was, it, it was funny shit. See, the key to humor is you've got to have a target. It's either yourself 
or someone else. You can't have a a non-targeted joke because you got to have a punchline, right? The fuck kind of punchline you're going to have today? Knock, knock. Who's there? Why, hey, why are you assuming they're a gender? Why are you assuming it's who? What if it's it? What if it's the? What if it's they? Everyone takes shit, and and really, it's just a a little minority of people that are ugly people. You ever notice how naturally ugly people will dress and color their hair and get tattoos to make themselves look uglier? So they can pretend like it's on purpose? Oh, yeah. We all know those people. We see them at Walmart, right? It's the naturally ugly people that are so pissed off today. Because back in high school, while everyone else was drinking and getting laid, they worked. They were the people that took long showers and wanted to see if they could fit it into the shower, uh, the shampoo bottle. You know what I'm talking about, guys. Don't act like you never did it. <laughs> it, yeah, it's it's those people that were never popular, so they decided, you know what? I'm going to go to college, or I'm going to get a job in the government because I have never learned to win at anything. Right, It's the losers in high school are now the leaders of the deep swamp or the deep state. Have you ever went to the post office or the DMV and looked at the person behind the counter and said, oh, yeah, that was the valedictorian? of their high school. No. That was the guy or gal smoking weed behind the bleachers that was debating that that aliens existed or did not exist with their other tokers. Those are the people that went into government. People like my father, and I love my dad, but my dad was a lazy mother plucker. Invented new ways of being lazy. Worked for the post office. Most of his life didn't work. Went into work, read newspapers, waited for a phone to ring. That was it. My dad had no self-drive. My dad, hey, my dad worked at the post office. My grandfather worked at the post office. I'll work at the post office. Generational good enoughness. That's the people who are leading and voting in our country now. The good enoughers. Yeah, I mean, 
basic income, yeah, that's good enough. You know, modern monetary theory, which is just a fancy name for bullshit, Keynesian economics. <laughs> Lone Alpha Wolf, make America good enough again. <laughs> that, that, that's Joe Biden's tagline. Make America good enough again. You know, it's, it's the people that were successful in high school. The people that the quarterback was, you know, the good-looking. Most conservative women I know are good-looking women. See, we're not up against, that's why I say this is biblical, right? Because God knows he created ugly people. When God made the earth, he made the shirts and the skins. And said, okay. Shoot. The shirts were the atoms. The, uh, the skins were the eaves. <laughs> And the Adams appreciated that God made Eve the skins because she couldn't wear a shirt. And all through history, the battle has been the weak collectivizing into a group that could overpower the strength of the individual. That is the human dilemma. Happens every time. Did you know that Hitler was a midget? Have you ever seen a full-length picture of Hitler? A one-nut midget. A one-nut midget. Yep. Hitler was three foot nine. Yeah. That's why he was always on a podium. That's why and this symbol here, that was the exact height of Hitler. That's why people had to put their arm out so he could walk under it. That that was that was actually started in a drunken game at a bar where Hitler actually pl played <laughs> played limbo or what's that game where you walk under a stick yeah that's limbo yeah limbo everybody put their arm out and they touched like this and then Hitler would walk under it and every time they go lower and lower. And that's why they yelled, Heil, higher Hitler, higher. See, most people think they said Heil Hitler. No, 
It was higher, Hitler. Higher. He used to wear high heels. Yep. See, there's so much history people don't know. <laughs> this show has gone to hell in a handbasket. Pretty much right out of the gate. <laughs> there wasn't even a gate. <laughs> I woke up stupid this morning. Get the likes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it it's it's literally we're living in a world that is so stupid, so stupid that we can't help but laugh at it. Right? Our the person that is saving America five years ago was on television telling people they're fired. Idiocracy. We are in idiocracy. But yet, it's working because we need some fired people. Right? It's and Trump's doing it right. See, we have a formula for America. It's the constitutional mixed with some of the ideas out of the hey, uh, the uh, yeah, what was before the Constitution, Patrick? Bill of Rights. No, no, no. preamble. No. Way. Uh, Magna Carta. No. The the governing uh, the. Uh, documents of confederation or yeah, yeah yeah the confederation we need a little sprinkle of the confederation right the articles of confederation thank you like reader we need to take some of the constitution Mix it with some of the Articles of Confederation. Put that together and voila. You have a formula for a damn solid strong America again. But first thing we got to do is get rid of the shithead losers that have been leading. I mean, for crying out loud, we elected Barack Obama who's married to Michael and and that shit seemed legit when it happened. It was like, oh, yeah, this fucking makes sense. Why not? There was no vetting that took place. No, no. Nah. <laughs> all, all they had to do was grab Michelle's package and go, okay, what the hell? We live in a world where there are people electing people who pretend to be another gender. And they're serious. I would not hire, and this is God's honest truth, I would not hire a transgendered person. Now, I'm not going to tell them that because I'll get sued. But I'm not going to hire a transgendered person. You know why? They're batshit. 
you don't hire a mentally ill person that you know is mentally ill. And if you're claiming to be another gender, there's something fucking wrong with you. Because you're not living in reality. Like, if if you're a woman and you want to sleep with other women, that's fine. I used to encourage that a lot in high school. But when you get out in the real world and you dress up like a woman and then you demand that people seriously address you as a woman what if you what if that person dressed up like a clown and then showed up at your office filled out a resume and said acknowledge me as a clown now hire me you'd look at them and go Fuck did you smoke right before you came in here? You wouldn't take them seriously. And yet we have people, we have laws that say, you now got to take this fucking clown seriously. Your company's going to run like shit. You know why? Because the the employees are not gonna take the environment seriously. Because it's not gonna be about the product anymore. It's gonna be about the procedure of production. Have you ever heard a football coach go, all right guys, let's get to the end zone, but I don't want any tackling. I want you to be nice, smile. After you knock them down, help them get back up, check them, make sure they're all right. If their shirt's dirty, here's a cloth you can wipe off their little helmet. Did anybody ever tell you this is how you win a football game? Make sure the other guy doesn't get mad or doesn't think he's going to lose. It's why over in the Middle East, not only because they ran the terrorist, it's because you ask anybody who fought under Obama, what was the worst thing that ever happened? Rules of engagement. Boom, you're done. If you're fighting a war and they go, by the way, you can't kill the other guy. Wait, what? Yeah, you can't actually kill the other guy. Then what the fuck are we doing here? We we drive tanks. We got we got guns. We got ammunition. Uh, what the fuck do you want us to do? Well, I'll just go in there and kind of try and round them up. 
Here's your new ammo. Nerf. It's the losers have got in control of our government and our global government. And they want to create a global society that doesn't have losers. Can't happen. That's why socialism always fails because there's no point where you lose. In a socialist society, you can sleep all day and still get a paycheck. How much is that money worth? Nothing. Because there wasn't any labor put in. There was no effort to accomplish put into it. Socialism is just another word for pussyism. They want and they need the strong of the society to drop down to be the weak of the society. Socialism rewards the lowest participant in the society by taking away from the most productive of the society. Until the most productive people go, well, what the fuck am I doing? It's like playing a football game and every time you score a touchdown, they go, okay, seven for you. Eh, we're gonna give the guy that didn't score a touchdown, we're gonna give him seven too. You mean the guy on the fucking bench over there? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Well, I'm going to go sit on the bench. Welcome to the concept of who is. Say it with me. John Gold. That is the theory of Atlas shrugged that atlas holding up the world just says fuck it because atlas is getting kicked in the nuts by a bunch of fucking losers and he's tired of it well not anymore folks Atlas is about to start pissing on people and they need to be pissed on. It's time to put the losers back in their place. You want to win? Work hard like the rest of us. You want to be a loser? We're going to point at you and we're going to call you a fucking loser. And we give zero fucks that your little snowflake feelings are hurt. Because whether you're happy or sad, you're still not productive. Your existence is irrelevant because you've made yourself 
irrelevant. It's why you join the government. It's why you join the progressive movement. It's why you joined Antifa. So you could put your little mask on and go and break a few fucking windows. But as soon as a group of alpha males come onto the street and start to fuck you up, that's when all of a sudden you don't want to defund the police. You want to get behind them. Because no matter what you do, you'll always be a fucking loser until you recognize that there's a formula to win. And it involves participating in a value-added economic structure called capitalism. You hate capitalism because it requires competition. It requires effort. It requires you to get off your mom's fucking sofa and get out into the world and participate and and get into the rat race. Those of you who hate the rat race, that's fine. You just ain't gonna get you just ain't gonna get no cheese, brother or sister. You're gonna be a skinny ass little rat. The rat race is what you make it. The fact that it's a rat race, that's got a negative overtone. I look at it different. I look at it this way. It may be a rat race, but I choose the race. Am I racing towards blockchain? Am I racing towards uh, a charity? Am I racing for a charity? Is a charity a rat race? You're damn right it is. The charities are competing for the charitable dollars. Without competition, you have no growth. You have no efficiency. Why is it such a big deal how much of the capital that you give to a charity is put toward the cause and not the management? Look at the management of the charity as the government. Why do we need to put more in the management of government, but yet when we look at a charity, we want the least amount managed and the most amount allocated to the cause of the charity. Ever thought of that? It's because we're led by stupid people. And Trump, who lived in an environment of probably the most ruthless capital market in the world, New York real estate. You don't have, only have to deal with the government. You have to deal with the mafia. You have to deal with the labor. You have to deal with all these other entities that are not only trying to get your dollar. You have all of the other capitalists that are trying to get your business trying to get your employees. Competition makes you stronger. It's why anybody who's ever played hockey or played football, it's why the San Francisco 49ers, bad example, 
Dallas Cowboys, bad example. Any football team, let's say the Steelers. Who know the Steelers of the seventies, or the Vikings of the seventies? Oh, that was a team. It's why they didn't play the high school team because you got to play people that are better than you. You, Michael Jordan once said that basketball was losing interest until somebody as good as him showed up. And that was Kobe Bryant. For the first time, there was somebody as good, maybe better than Michael Jordan. And Michael Jordan loved to play against Kobe Bryant. Loved it. You know why? Because winners love competition. It's why big muscle-bound guys and big, like, really tough guys, those are the people that don't fight. That's why they say always fear the quiet guy. Because that's a son bitch that's going to whoop your ass. Because he ain't going to talk about it. He ain't going to brag about it. He's just going to fuck you up and then go grab a cheeseburger. Competition is necessary in life. Competition is a part of nature. It's why all the trees outside my window right here are competing for the sunlight. Some trees die. Some trees grow. Some trees have a little bit higher up on the hill. So they got a little advantage. So the trees lower down the hill, they got to work a little bit harder. They got to grow a little bit harder. They got to they gotta have a stronger root system. You talk to any logger, and I watched a documentary on logging once. Never thought of this before I watched this documentary. The guy asked him, where's the best trees? And the guy said, at the bottom of the valley. And he asked why, he goes, because they got to work harder. They got to be stronger than the trees closer to the sun. Made me think, huh, interesting. So the harder they work, the more round, the stronger the root system. The stronger the root system, the taller they can get. Life is nothing but a mimic of nature. You know why? Because life is nature. That's why I said a few weeks ago, think about the liberal logic. Think about the liberal ideas. They're all, in, in, all anti-nature. It's why the founding fathers used the term nature's law.
and not man's law. And nature always wins. You know how they say good always wins? It isn't because good is just, you know, they they have put in your shirts. Is because good aligns with nature. And evil is anti-nature. Anti-nature always loses. Always. You can build the most badass house in the world. Nature will eat it up with enough time. It will reclaim that house. It will reclaim that piece of land because the foundation of that house, no matter how, how deep you dig, the foundation is held up by nature. The ingredients of that house come from nature. The ingredients of us come from nature. Everything is nature. So anything that goes against nature and is still made of nature loses to nature. Liberalism always loses because they are anti-nature and anti-value-added economics i.e. natural law. Natural law doesn't give a fuck what your poster says. Black lives matter. Yes, they do. Every black person's gonna die. Every white person's gonna die. Every Mexican's gonna die. We're all going to die. And guess where we're going to go? Right back to nature. Nature's going to reclaim my fat ass someday. And I'm totally cool with it. Can't wait for it. It's going to be interesting. My friends, We don't have to worry about losing because we never have. If you value nature, if you value God, the creator of nature, if you value value added economic natural growth structure, you've already won. Why? Why do you think Trump, why do you think Trump is letting these governors and, and all these elected officials do what they're doing? And, he, and he's saying, you need me, call me. Because he knows. Let him be stupid. Trump, this is, here, I'll break it down real simple. 
Trump is letting a three-year-old touch something that's hot and letting the rest of the three-year-olds watch. Okay, you want to be dumb? Trump's going to let you be dumb. And all the other progressives are like, Trump, why aren't you mandating that everybody wear masks? And Trump's like, why the fuck would I mandate that everybody touch fire when I can let these dumbasses touch fire while everyone else watches? Welcome to the Great Awakening. You don't have to win this war. You just have to let this, the other side lose. <laughs> it happens over and over in history. And for some reason, we, we think that this is different that maybe the liberals will get a foothold. Maybe stupidity will run amok. No, my friends, there's a limit to the amount of stupid people and they're less than us. Most people are not stupid, but there are stupid people out there. And most of them aren't really stupid. They've just been trained to not think. That's the difference. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is 1030. I'm going to wrap up this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you liked it. I hope I made sense. And... Enjoy the shit show. It's going to be great. Smash those likes. Thanks, Patrick. You're welcome, Ben. <laughs> Everybody, have a great day. And make sure that you jump over. Oh, I'm, I'm not done yet. Jump over to Litecoin Lisa's uh, Patreon channel. It's five bucks a month, guys. Come on. Help a girl out. Plus, it's worth it. Jump over on her channel and every week. I'm going to try and be there. And I'll be there today in about a half hour. See you guys there. Love you guys. Bye, Patrick. Bye, Ben. Love you. Love you. <laughs>